0: The definition of a covenant is a contract. It's an agreement or a guarantee. This is very basic Bible training or teaching when we come into uh, into the kingdom of God and we begin to learn about the tabernacle. And that that covenant comes through an undertaking, or it can be also acknowledged as a pledge, a contract, and a guarantee. In, in the Word of God, it explains that. God's covenant promise to his people. Is anybody here the people of God? And we come to understand that as we read and we compare Old Testament or the Old Covenant to New Covenant, that we find that in the New Covenant it's better than the Old because it is enacted on better promises. Come on, on better promises. You all know Apostle Dave, he's big on promises, he's big on blessings. Hallelujah. All right, so in Hebrews chapter 8, it talks about, sorry, it talks about how Christ is our high priest. Amen. Amen. All right. <sighs> Moses, no, <clears throat> all right. So it says, in Hebrews 8, it says, here's the example. We have a high priest who sat down in the place of honor. Beside the throne of the magis- the majestic God in heaven, there He ministers in the heavenly tabernacle. Somebody say tabernacle. tabernacle. Excuse me. Which is a true place of worship that was built by the Lord and not by human hands. So we would we would invite you to consider that your life as a son and daughter of living God. It is a lifestyle of worship. Everything we do should be in worship of God. All right? Verse 3. And since every high priest is required to offer gifts and sacrifices, our high priest must make an offering too. If he were here on the earth, he would not even be a priest since there already are priests to offer the gifts required by the law. Stay with us on this. They serve, those priests on the earth, they serve a system of worship that is only a copy. A shadow of the real one that is in heaven. For when Moses was getting ready, here we go. For when Moses was getting ready to build the tabernacle, God, yes. God gave him this warning. He says, "Be sure, Moses, be sure that you make everything according to the pattern I have shown you here on the mountain." And so here we wit we are witnesses to the under the understanding of. Oh, I got to slow down already. It, it, I tell you, you get so excited you start spitting. All right, here are the witnesses to the understanding of consecration we've been ministered by the holy spirit at the beginning of 2020 saying it would be a decade of consecration god's raising up his people he's calling him into a place of consecration god wants you so bad come on i said god wants you so bad he wants you to know you as his sons and daughters he wants you to know him as he is he's we went to that decade of 2000 where God said he was moving on us and he was bringing to a place into holiness and righteousness. That was the introduction to this decade of consecration. So we are, the body of Christ is on the move. Amen. <laughs> the, the body of Christ is on the move. Amen? Amen. Everything that God told Moses to create in the tabernacle was to represent and Represent Jesus as Savior, as Redeemer, and as Healer, Amen. Now we 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 read in this, and um, let's see. I'm going to show you this real quick. I grabbed this. Uh, the information, this book is just so in depth. And get this, uh, watch the sunscreen. You can buy this online um, Rose Guide to the Tabernacle. It's incredible teaching here. This will g- give you months of teaching and understanding of the tabernacle. But one of the most important things in this is about the tabernacle it was a place where God called his priests into a place of consecration. Is there anybody here a priest under the Lord? Yes, Only this side? <laughs> We'll pray for you guys right now. All right. Hallelujah. All right. You're all priests according to the word of God. All right. And so it talks about here in this book, it talks about the courtyard, the bronze altar, its utensils to the bronze laver, and then the tabernacle tent. It also talks about uh, to the holy place. In the holy place, the golden lampstand, the table of bread of presence, uh, uh, and the altar of incense. Um, and then also unto the veil. Somebody say veil. veil. Come on, help me out. Say veil. 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 All right. Cuz that's what we're going to go to tonight. We're going to target in on the veil that was rent 2000 years ago. Somebody slapped me. Oh my god. In the tabernacle tent, it in the literal sense, it was a veil that was that separated the holy place and the most holy place. So I, I, I don't want to go too much out on this, but we explain, we read in the Bible how God instructed Moses to create the tabernacle. And in there it talks about the outer courts. Yes. That's where all the people gathered. Now, I'll get in trouble if I go too much on this. But, um, and then into the, uh, the um, inner courts, thank you, uh, where the sacrifices were brought. And then into the Holy of Holies, where the priests went and got into the presence of God. And I'm telling you, there's a veil here tonight that you're going to be able to walk through. Because God's already taking you out of of court. uh, Yeah, the outer courts. uh, And I pray, I pray, I'm going to say this. that He's taking you out of the outer courts where all the gossip. All the gossip and all the slander and all the backbiting and all that other stuff. If you're out there, we're going to pray for you tonight to get you into the inner courts. Because you don't belong in the outer courts. It's a place of chaos and confusion. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. We know that. But the enemy will use flesh and blood in the outer courts. Oh, I just talked to my wife. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. But that inner uh, inner court experience where the sacrifice comes. Now, stay with us on this. Because when you came to Jesus, you asked him to be Lord in your life, you you became a living sacrifice unto him. Amen. All preparing you to get you to set, to be able to walk through the veil into the holy place, which is the presence of God. All right. I feel the anointing in this house. Woo. So uh, the veil was to be a reminder of humanity's separation from God. We know that. It also raises the question: How do sinful humans relate to a holy God? Tonight we've got a good word. <laughs> Tonight we've got a, a sure word of prophecy. Here's the good part, saints. God chose the priests to stay with this. as an intermediate between God and the people through the priest's prayer, their sacrifices and other rituals that people would approach uh, uh, to a living God, to a holy God. So the Bible tells us that Moses built the tabernacle to the exact specifications. Lord, are we going to go there? To the exact specifications given to him from God. And so if you do a study on the tabernacle, you'll, you'll, you'll understand God instructed Moses to make and how to make it was to be specific. Because everything in the tabernacle was to re- represent the life of Christ on the earth. Amen. Oh, we've got, some, we've got some Bible students here tonight. Hallelujah. Verse 6. But now, listen to what he's saying. But now, present tense. Jesus, our high priest, has been given a ministry whew, that is far superior to the old priesthood. Pastor Fred, you'll love this, for he is the one who mediates for us far, a far better covenant with God based on better promises. Verse seven: It is a fir- if the first covenant had been flawless, there would have there would have been no need for a second covenant to replace it. Yes. Okay. Yes, Pastor Benny, hallelujah. <laughs> you too far. I'd come over and give you a high five, but anyway. <laughs> but in verse 8, it says this. But when God found fault with his people, oh, prabasa, he said. You know, when, when, uh, you know, we're so plugged into this prophetic gift of, of the Holy Spirit. When I hear God says, all, all that resonates with me is that God was prophesying. Amen, sweetie. God was prophesying, and this is what God was prophesying to his people. The day is coming, says the Lord. When I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah, we are spiritual Israel, saints. This covenant will not be like the one I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt. And tonight, God is going to escort you. If you're willing Amen. to step out of faith, God is going to take you by your hand tonight, and he's going to escort you through that veil Amen. and led them out of the land of Egypt. They did not remain faithful to my covenant. So I turn my back on them, says the Lord. But this is the new covenant Habakkuk, I will make with the people of Israel on that day, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds and I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. I will be their God and they will be my people. See, because Jesus completely satisfied the demands for justice, there was now no impediment Or an obstacle between God and humanity. As a born-again, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, devil-rebuking, child of the Son of the living God, as heirs with God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ, as his sons and daughters, we now can gain access and enter. (laughs) Uh, Oh... Uh, and enter into that holy place to be in God's presence. We're talking to the group here today before we went online. This is not just a one-night experience, saints. This is something you can do daily. Matthew 27, 51 says, that at the moment Jesus' death, the veil was torn in two. Somebody say veil. The way to God is again open, saints. Humanity once again can dwell uh, in the presence of their creator. So tonight we're going to go there. Ah. Oh. So, till, so tonight we're going to go there, saints. How can you do that? You do that by, fo- fo- by following the leading of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. And the Bible explains that the veil in the temple, it was tall and it was heavy. And that it was torn from top to bottom. At the moment of Jesus's death. Alexis, you're going to love this because you're a a, a woman of the word. Hallelujah. A student of the word. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I am going to say Jesus 27. No. Matthew 27. Jesus said when he had the Bible says that Jesus, when he cried again with a loud voice, he yielded up the Holy Ghost. Now, we're not going to, try to get religious on you. I want you to get, we're asking you to get this deep in your spirit tonight. We sang it tonight, Miracle, Signs, and Wonders. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And the Bible says that the earth quaked, it shook, and the rocks rent. Day became night in a moment's time. The veil was thick, and the New Testament makes it clear that it was torn by itself. No man tore the veil. It was an intervention, <laughs> a miracle-working demonstration of the power of God's love to rent that veil. Amen. And the Bible tells us that the torn veil symbolizes the free access believers now have through Christ to enter into the presence of God. I'm going to read to you from two different versions, Hebrews six nineteen and twenty in the King James and then the New Living Translation. In verse verse nineteen of verse excuse me in chapter six of verse nineteen, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enter, enter into within the veil, whether the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, the New Living Translation. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls, our, our, our will, our mind, and our emotions. And it leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. And he has become our eternal high priest Amen. in the order of Melchizedek. Don't get me crazy up here. Oh my God. Hebrews 10, verses 19 and 20. Having therefore, brethren, you and I, boldness, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of Jesus. By a new and living way, which he has consecrated, come on somebody, which he has consecrated, is somebody going to help me out? Which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say his flesh. It's a call to preservation. And so dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter Heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the holy place. And so tonight, we're going to go there. Come on. Tonight, we're going to go there. I'm not going to escort you. God's going to escort you. Now, I'm going to ask you to fasten your seatbelts. we got a prophetic release here, and I can't take credit for this. This is something that God put in my spirit, and I pulled it from uh, Juanita Byron, uh, one of her, uh, her songs. But the Lord is so awesome, he, he, he turned it into a prophetic word. <laughs> he did. I'm reading it, and all of a sudden, right. it was just the anointing, and God turned it into a prophetic word. All right, so fasten your seatbelts, saints. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Hallelujah. It's not Brother Michael, not my words, it's Holy Ghost. It's Amen. Jesus Christ and him crucified. Amen. All right. Sid, so, uh, let's, let's just go ahead. Let's just lift up our, our, our spiritual languages right now. Come on. Those of you that are in line at home, lift up your spiritual languages. I, I want this to, uh, I'm asking that the Holy Spirit would just release this through these lips of clay tonight. There'd be no in, in, um, interference. Uh, with, with Brother Michael, Holy Spirit, entreat us tonight. Holy Spirit, we give you permission tonight. Entreat us through the Word. Entreat us through your, your prophetic release. Entreat us through that living, living uh, covenant that you've made through your Word to us in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, lift up your voice. It's okay. Don't make me come and throw oil on you. We're not showing off. Come on. We're not showing off. We're expressing that supernatural gift of glossia that God gives to every child of his. If you're struggling right now with releasing that gift of of glossia online or here in the sanctuary, I'm going to ask you to step out if they just stand up right now. If the gift of glossia is not operating in your life, stand up right now look at that hallelujah hallelujah we got I'm going to wait three more seconds one two three hallelujah hallelujah activate activate come forth activate come forth in Jesus' mighty name. Activate. Activate. Come forth. Activate. Come forth. In Jesus' mighty name. All right, let's get into the word. Come on. Ready to release. Somebody give God praise in the house. What are they online? What are they doing over there? Come on down. Come see. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it's getting hot in here. Woo! Here's the here's God's heart to us tonight, Saints. Today I open the gates of heaven to escort you from the outer courts into the inner courts, past the brazen altar, into the holy of holies. I abide there in my presence. You will learn to prevail, win, triumph, and be victorious to this call to you as a remnant of mine, chosen by me to travail, to engage in prayer through consecration by my spirit. I, the great I am, open your ears to hear the cry of the spirit in this hour. Calling you to step behind the veil to enter into my presence. As you come, come in spirit. And I will purge. I will cleanse you in my truth, revealing my holiness. As you enter, you will understand the power of consecrated. That you are consecrated. By the blood of my son and, ex- and to experience my glory in him as never before, says the Lord. This, with this door now open, take my hand and I will escort you through the veil. There's somebody in the house. Yes. God saying, I will escort you through the veil yes. that you may enter in, enter into this holy place of mine where I abide continually and effortlessly, says the Lord. As you press through this veil and find my presence, you will find my presence. Excuse me. As you pass through this veil and find my presence, prayer will begin with an enhancement, an enhancement in quality, embracing you with the reality of my love as never before. Why am I calling you from the outer courts into this holy place? Because here. Not there. Here. Behind the veil, Satan has no power. Satan has no power to speak and has no power to control. His interest, saints, his interests Is in the outer courts where chaos in the spirit prevails. Yes, even in the inner courts of your hearts where sacrifices are being held back. That is where his interest lies. He doesn't dare. It's not even in the prophet. He doesn't dare try to enter into the holy of holies. So this is God's word to us now. So come. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Come, says the Lord. And as you do, all of your fears will be taken away. And I will fill those voids with peace and my joy. Will fill you through my righteousness and holiness. My holiness is my essence. My essence is my spirit, and my spirit is my glory, given to fill that place in your heart. Yes, as my priests, you can come into the, you can come past the intercourse. But only, only by the spirit man, only by the spirit man can you come behind this veil that my son rent, that you may enter into my presence. Only those who are blood washed in righteousness can enter in, says the Lord. And yes, you are washed in. In the blood of my son and sanctified in my righteousness. You are my begotten, says God. He says, we are his begotten saints. Today I am here to wash your minds. Purify your minds as you enter in. My desire for you is to come behind the veil to encounter me as one of my chosen chosen by me, one to be part of this end time move move in my glory. Today I anoint your hearts, I anoint your minds, and I anoint your ears to hear the Spirit say, come. Come and enter in. Cease from the warfare in your minds, for my hand is upon your life. Understand, Satan cannot destroy you because I chose you before the foundation of this world. My plan for you is to prosper you in every area of your life. I've called you into this time of history, and I will not allow the enemy to turn you away from the path that I have set in front of you. It is written that I, the Lord, will work together for good to them that love me, to them who are called according to my purpose. Turn your hearts towards me. Turn your hearts towards me. Away from the warfare in your minds. And enter through this veil. Come to know me as your Savior. As your Deliverer. As your Healer in this holy place. Says the Spirit of the Living God.